Hi, I'm Dr. Jan Jaffer, and this is Got Teeth, a patient-centric monthly podcast featuring local health experts. So today I'm meeting with Dr. Hardeep Gill. Uh, Hardeep works at our Ranchlands Dental Clinic, and we're going to talk a little bit about dental implants. So welcome. Thank you. So let's just start with, you know, why do we need dental implants? Like what happens if somebody would actually need a dental implant in their mouth? Yeah, so a dental implant, it's always a good question to start off with what it is. So it's just a titanium screw, if you think about it, that replaces the root of the tooth. So it's really important on patients that are, that are missing teeth. Okay. So if you're missing teeth, what would your options be when you're missing teeth? Yeah, so there's always the option of, of doing nothing, right? Some patients are like, do I need to do this? Of course, you can always leave it alone. But, you know, ideally, if you do leave a tooth space alone, that can cause other problems. I'm sure we'll talk about that after. But, you know, other options can include uh, dentures, you can have a bridge place, or the way things are shifting more towards dental implants. So, why would somebody pick a dental implant mm-hmm. for replacing the space? Yeah, and just like anything in dentistry, everything's kind of tailor-made to the patient. So, <clears throat> in some cases, a patient's going to be, you know, just fine with a denture or a different option. But if you're going down, you know, you want something more permanent, easy to maintain and something that's going to function really well, right? Then you're looking at something to replace the tooth itself. And so we haven't gotten to the point where we can put a new tooth back in, but a dental implant is kind of the nearest option there. So that's why a lot of patients like it because it does really replace a lot of the function that a tooth provides. Okay. And so if you weren't to replace a tooth and something comes out of, a tooth comes out of a patient's mouth and you decide not to replace it, what are the challenges with not replacing your tooth or what are some of the downsides of not having you know, an implant or a bridge put in? Yeah, so you know, I heard this analogy once where they kind of relate the mouth to a trailer on a truck. So you know they have lots of tires on a trailer. So if you lose one tire, you know, the trailer's still gonna work, you're still gonna be able to kinda of go down the road, but over time that load of the of the truck is gonna kinda of make a difference on that tooth, right? So same thing with the mouth. If you're losing a tooth, what's gonna happen is over time, the other teeth are gonna to start to shift because they're gonna to try to accommodate for the missing tooth and that load on there. And then as the teeth shift, the bite starts to actually collapse on itself. And then what happens is you're gonna get kind of a sunken appearance on your face. Other teeth are gonna to start to have crowding or spacing. So it's over time we see a lot of those kind of issues and things that occur with missing teeth. Okay. So I know people are, will always ask about the cost of an implant. Mm-hmm. Can you go over a little bit of that? I mean, I you know it's gonna be based on the patient and so different cases will be slightly different, but could you give us some, some general numbers or general understanding of the cost yeah. of an implant? It's always the biggest barrier of treatment is gonna be cost associated with it. So we wanna be upfront with that. And so the typical cost of an implant in the clinic here is between $4,000 to $4,500. And we typically stage that over the two appointments that it typically takes to place an implant. So the first time someone comes in to place an implant, that'll be about half the cost of the implant. And then when we restore the implant with the tooth, that's when we capture the other half of that cost. So there's a surgery portion and then there's a crown and restorative portion. Is that exactly. how it's Yeah, so you know, if you imagine it, you're replacing the root of the tooth in one of the appointments, yeah. and you want to allow that titanium implant to heal into the bone and to fuse. So that typically takes a little bit of time. And then once everything's healed and locked into place, then you can place a tooth onto that implant, which okay. is the second appointment. Yeah. And I think that makes it easier for patients too, because it is broken up over generally three to six months time. So mm-hmm. they're not having to come up with the full cost all at once. No, not typically all at once. And of course, there's always payment plan options in that sense as well. Too. 
Do you think that implants are then worth it? I mean, should people be considering implants? Is this something that lasts a long time in patients' mouths? Mm -hmm. So, you know, you want to make sure that you're telling the patient from the beginning that with proper maintenance, an implant can last in the lifetime, right? A common misconception is that, you know, this is titanium, we're putting it in my mouth, I don't have to keep it clean, right? But I do really strongly, you know, recommend implants because that is the way dentistry is shifting. And I know that with proper maintenance, well planning and good surgical technique that they can last you a lifetime. So, and with anything, I mean, taking care of anything is important, right? I know I joke with patients every once in a while that, you know, what you were already given something and it's broken down. Mm -hmm. So we can't do better than, you know, yeah. what you were given. We're gonna get as close as we can to a natural tooth and to something that should last a lifetime. But if we've already had problems in your mouth, you know, without yeah. good care, you know, nothing's gonna last forever unless it's well taken care of. So, um, are there, People that are not candidates for implants, or are there situations where implants are better for a patient and in certain situations we shouldn't do implants? Yeah, like kind of to your point, you know, in a patient where we've had a lot of teeth that are failing, we want to understand why is it that those teeth are failing. So is it to do to kind of poor gum condition, poor oral health? You know, those are factors you want to address before you decide to go down the implant route because Exactly, you're right. You know, if you place something into a mouth where it's not going to be taken care of, it's going to fail as well too, right? So those kinds of patients where, you know, where we're working on getting them to a level of proper oral hygiene and stability within their mouth, you know, that implant's not going to be their first option, right? Um, implants, they can work on young and old and, you know, pretty much across the board. There's certain sort of, you know, indications where we don't want to place them, but that's more medically compromised patients not so much for the general population. Sure. Yeah, no, and I agree. I mean, I think, you know, with placing implants, I think the youngest I've done is 21 and the oldest I've done is 91. So there's really not a age range that implants work for. It's just... Yeah, many patients, you know, young patients, typically they're missing their lateral teeth. They just never were born of them. So yeah. they've gone through the whole route of braces and whatnot, and then they want to have something more permanent than a flipper or a denture in their mouth. And so that's great for young patients typically. Yeah. Placing a couple of implants. So going over getting an implant in your mouth, is this a painful procedure? You know, most commonly what patients tell me is that you, the extraction or losing the tooth was harder or more painful than placing the implant. Many times you come in, it's, a, it's done under local anesthetic, so you don't have to be put under for an implant placement. Um, it's usually just a simple incision followed by you know, a simple surgery just to place it in. Usually you've done under, under an hour. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So again, and I agree, I mean, I, most people usually complain about the tooth coming out, mm -hmm. not yeah, the implant going in. It seems to be a lot easier. Yeah. Timeline for an implant, because I heard it takes, you know, it does take some time to do it. So what's kind of the, the average timeline to get an implant done if I need to have a tooth taken out first? Yeah, so, you know, with an implant, we want to place it into solid bone. So if we don't have that good bone or we need to do some sort of adjustments to get that bone, then that's going to increase the timeline of implant placement. You know, ideal implant placement can be done, you know, you place the implant and you can have it healed within three months. In certain cases, you can actually place an implant and walk out with the tooth that very same day. It's a temporary tooth where we allow the implant to heal still for another three months before we place a more permanent solution on there. But, you know, in certain cases that is possible. So it, again, it is kind of patient dependent. The longest you're looking at is about a year's time, but the shortest, it could be the same day. 
Oh, okay. So yeah, that's it's really interesting. And and of course, you know, depending on the patient, depending on the case, depending on mm -hmm. if it's one or multiple implants, yeah. and the area of the mouth, I think, you know, obviously changes that as well. Well, that's great. I mean, I think you've taught us a lot about implants. I mean, we've got a lot of, you know, great basic knowledge about that, and I appreciate the time that you've taken. Well, thanks for having me on. Appreciate awesome. that.